the air. The edges around the world and 50K. John O'Bean and Sharon. It is John O'Bean and Sharon with you Monday afternoon. Ooh. And just like the man with the cool voice said, a $50,000 round the world trip to be given away. Thanks to our mates at Flight Centre. Everyone that calls this afternoon in the draw. Yeah, on air. Who gets on air? Oh, yeah. Not people who call up and go, <laughs> yeah, I've got a missing prize. <laughs> I was meant to get a brand new Ed Sheeran album. No. Those people don't go in the draw. Okay. You've got to like actually to get on air. <laughs> That's the deal. That, geez, what are we? We've turned into a blimmin' travel centre because in the next half hour, we could be sending you off to Fiji. Yeah. Yes. In the next 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. Next, uh, we want to open up the John O'Bannon and Sharon holiday program. That's right. For the delinquent teens with nothing to do, we've got you covered. John O'Bannon and Sharon. On the edge. For uh, many people around the country, it's, it's school holidays, isn't it? High schools, primary schools, oh, time off. Jeez, I love the roads when the school holidays are on. Oh. No traffic. Sail on into work. <laughs> and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, Ben and Sharon. Okay, you can tell me as well. <laughs> Let's not send the kids to school. Let's don't educate our youth. The roads will be clear. We'll have a straight run into work. They've got Google now. Yes. Anything they want to know, they can just type on Google. There's your, there's your school. The yeah. thing is, though, if we don't let them get educated, then there's going to be like, hardly any jobs for us because all the dumbasses will end up here like we did. <laughs> so I don't think that's going to go well. Prior 2017, this general election coming soon. Oh, oh, Vote no. for me. Vote for me. I'll goodness make change. Me. I'll make our kids dumber. <laughs> well, Ben, you've nailed it today because uh, you, you've decided to bring your daughter into work. So you've got like 20 babysitters. I <laughs> know, oh, the, the Edge officer looking after my daughter, Sienna. <laughs> was this get... the John O'Ben and Sharon uh, school holiday program? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, this is my holiday program. It's not school holiday. Oh, it's what not is, school holiday. It's school holiday. Program. Oh, it's not a school holiday <laughs> you program. You at the wrong moment the wrong there, Sienna. <laughs> <laughs> you need to run your sentence together. I bought your book for school holidays? Yeah. What's the book about? Uh, how to be a best friend forever. Oh! <laughs> What is, it teaching what is it teaching you, Sienna? How to be a best friend forever. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. There's quizzes on... B- so you take a quiz to see if you're someone's BFF. So you've got the best friend forever book. Where the three of us pretend uh, well, we'd like to think we're, we're best friends. Oh, yeah, we definitely... BFFs. Between the hours of three or seven. <laughs> yeah, ask us a question and we'll try and, uh, we'll try and figure it out. You and your best friends both notice a cute dress in a magazine. Do you, A, insist she to buy it it would look better on her anyway B tell her you won't buy it but then change your mind C say nothing it's just a dress D suggest going shopping together you might sound something else every Oh. Yeah. So Jono's found a dress that I like. Mm. Uh-oh. Well, I feel like you guys you guys would probably just wear the same dress, wouldn't you? <laughs> we actually probably would. You, would. you just wear the same dress. Is the dress on sale and can you get two for one? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Technical. There's no, uh, there's no extra questions. Say. I'm going to say nothing and buy the dress for myself. Oh, oh you selfish. Selfish. You selfish. Oh, uh, I'm going to Let's go shopping. Yeah, thank you, Sharon. I'll go shopping with you. We'll go shopping together. We'll find a dress that you like and I like, and that's fine. sweet. Not you, though, Jonathan. That's why none of us want to hang out with you. Yeah, well, just because I look far better in a dress than you do, Sharon. (laughs) Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I saw you looking at that Glassons website, and yeah, that that dress is mine, bitch. Okay, well. No swearing in front of the child. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. This is the worst school holiday program ever. (laughs) It's not a school 
Is this a program? Yeah. No. Is it a school holidays? It's yeah. a school holiday program. S- stick around, kids. Uncle John is soon going to teach some arts and crafts, like how to roll a joint. Some life lessons had had today, right? Okay, 0800 The Edge. This is the telephone number. We're going to open up our school holiday program. Delinquent teenagers. Yeah, because I think they're probably the ones that need the most sort of advice. Yeah, mm. delinquent teenagers, phone us up. You tell us where in the country you are, and we'll give you something to do. I'll right, tell them what to do. Well, mate, that's our show. You can help me. Okay, let's do it. Okay. All right. We'll do a test one. Samantha, your phone through. Where in the country are you? Hi, I'm in Auckland. And what should you do in Auckland? I think you should visit the jewellery store. Oh, okay. Great idea. Yeah, good. There you go. Good idea. Find a shopping mall, go smoke some cigarettes. Yeah. That's my suggestion. You can't. That's what I used to do. No, that's that's not great advice. I do laps, go to McDonald's, and then park up on a milk crate. (laughs) There you go. Chuck away. (laughs) Oh, wait, under the edge, tell us where you are. We'll uh, open up the John O'Ben and Sharon School Holiday Program. Delinquent teens. Sophie, where in the country are you? I'm in Auckland, mate. What what should Sophie do in Auckland, Sina? You should go to the mall and have a look in some shops. (laughs) Go to the mall, have a look in some shops. I think you should take up smoking. Oh, don't you no. can't say, take up no. smoking cigarettes. No. What do you reckon, Soph? Take up smoking. That's the no, way. That's, that's bad that's advice, Jono. It's our future. Or she could just say, uh, not our future. Just sell them, dairy, dairy for a dollar. This is bad advice, guys. Okay, no, don't have a sniff. No. Thank you, Sophie. Okay, hi, Eddie. Where are you from? Calling from Palmerston North. Palmerston North. What can you do in Palmerston North during school holidays? I reckon you should sell synthetic cannabis. <laughs> no. No. John, we had a great time in Palmerston North. What did we do? When you were in Palmy the other day, oh, here we go. Um, when you did the cash cannon, do you remember that first boy who came and gave you a hug? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that I, was hugged a lot, I hugged a lot of boys in Palmerston North, <laughs> but you were the oh, first one. It. How could we forget? Yeah. yeah um, I don't think yeah, I was Were there. you a bit wasted, Jono? Because you look absolutely slaughtered like you just had been <laughs> off the booze, mate. What, what time was it? Um, lunch, oh, one, oh, no, we've been, one, three, like, yeah, yeah, like definitely would have been drunk. Yeah, <laughs> he'd, been at, he'd been at the uh, Esquire's Cafe hitting the wines. It's after 9am. <laughs> the answer's always, yes, he's drunk. <laughs> Let's laugh at my alcohol issues. Jeez, I think we've done well for the youth today, haven't we? Not really. We've helped him out. Not really. What do you think, Sienna? Well, Johnny, we need to stop saying smoke cigarettes, talk, but... Talk, 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 talk to me. you need to stop saying smoke cigarettes, but the Sharon and Daddy, you're good. No, okay. you guys did well. You did a bit of post analysis. <laughs> do you think that... Do you think, um... What do you think Jono's problem is? Do you think he's a bit of a bogan? I don't know what bogan means, but okay. Okay. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, time for the speakerphone. We started this last week where uh, one cast member of the show has to head out into a public, usually quiet location, and answer their phone on speaker. The game is how long they can keep engaging in conversation, which is coming from this end. It's going to be great today because we're going to send Jono on a little adventure across the road. You yeah. wanted to go to a bank today, not knowing that it was you going to be doing it, Jono. Yeah, I was like, someone should go to a bank, and then uh, we all did scissors, paper, rock, and what do you know, it turns out it's me. So the bank is literally 20 metres away from where we are now. Last week we sent producer Dan into a, uh, a pretty quiet cafe. Just need to confirm your appointment tonight with Regina. Uh, <laughs> are you still interested in mainly stuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh! So oh, I cracked myself up. You did well, Shaz. I think Thank you should you. do the phone Thank call you. again today. I so- bet you went banking on being chosen there, Regina. <laughs> oh, oh, so so the current record is um, 32 seconds that Dan has. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to dial the phone now. I'm going to run out and uh, and we'll mow into it. Okay. Umar Apadi. 
Bye. Bye. I'm going now. All right. There you go. Hello. Oh, hello. This is the worst location ever. This, how- this has to be. This is ten times worse than the cafe. Can you um hold your phone up and just just so we can hear how quiet it is in this place? Oh well, I'm just I'm in the uh, I'm outside the bank at the moment. Do you want me to walk in now? Walk in there. We set, want to hear set it. the scene for us. How many people inside the bank? Okay. Let me just. I'm looking through the uh, the window right now. There's probably three customers. There's four four tellers behind the counter. So I'm going to walk in now. I'm just going to start a conversation with the teller. Click on over to speakerphone and um shares. You can you can talk away to Jono. All right. There we go. Wait for him to get spoken to. <laughs> I just said that. To you. <laughs> it's a bank. You wanted to go to a bank. <laughs> just, I'm just waiting in line. Hi, how are you going? Oh, are you there, Mr. Pryor? Mr. Pryor, are you there? Oh, yes, sorry. How are you? Hello, hello. Is that you, Mr. Jonathan Pryor? Yes, hello. Hello, it's uh, Greta calling from the Rendezvous Hotel. How are you? You just got your postcards. Okay, there's not um, any... Mr. (laughs) Mr. Pryor! It's the Rendezvous Hotel and just ringing about your uh, extra charge. I need to know what credit card to put it on for the uh, stained sheets from the weekend. <laughs> like, what were you doing oh, he's in there? Okay. Hello? Mr. Pryor? Oh, no, he's, oh, he's hung gone. up. You made he him hang up. like 10 seconds. He got one line out and then he was like, bang. Which makes me concerned that maybe it actually happened. <laughs> what the heck? That was the quickest speakerphone yet. I reckon we have to make him do it again next week if he's going to be that quick. <laughs> Jeepers. I think he got into quite an in-depth conversation about getting a new FBOS card. Maybe he needs one. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Sharon's come to work a little perturbed and a little disturbed about uh, the way that uh, she was treated during the rugby on Saturday this night. This is rugby chat. Rugby chat. Rugby Footy chat. chat, the boys. <laughs> oh, scrub, grip up, grunt up, <laughs> shunt up. <laughs> okay, so. Nads. This so is actually... Someone saying the game was, uh, was, was an interesting game, wasn't it? It was an interesting game, it was. wasn't it? Why didn't it go into extra time? Why didn't we have a winner? Am I the only person saying that? Or is nah. it? I think other people have Everybody's saying, saying that. Because yeah. that's what you do with the league, right? You yeah. have extra time. And it was the World Cup rugby, they'd do that. Poor Geordie line- Barrett was like centimetres away from the try line too. I know. And considering the Lions only come out here once every 63 years, then surely you want to have a winner at the end of the series. You'd think so. so. The only I felt sorry for Kieran Reid because not only did he have to hold the cup up with someone else, but he had to hold the cup up while, we're, while wearing that stupid hat. <laughs> and they give all the centurion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a a, yeah. They they never look 100 cool. games, no. give them a better hat. Yeah. Give them, give them a flat peak cap. Like, I'd almost <laughs> retire at 99 tests just to just not a, get the yeah. hat. <laughs> you would think so. They should give them a cowboy hat. <laughs> yes, see, that'd yeah. be cool. <laughs> <You're> like, yeah. <laughs> so, my problem is, and uh, it, it, actually, to be, I'm going to be honest, it was the second game that this happened. And the third game, my husband didn't want to watch it with me, and I watched it by myself at home. Okay. Because we had friends over, mm. and it was just the four of us watching the game, and I noticed that it kept getting quiet during the game because everyone was watching it. But then I thought, should there still be some conversation? So I kept, you know, having chats where I thought was appropriate. Yeah, right. Maybe you like to fill the dead air, don't you? Bryson turns yabba, around. Yabba, yabba, jibba, jabba, talk, talk, talk. That's he, old Sharon. He then, like, I didn't think I was talking that much. He turns around, and this is in front of them, and he goes, 
oh, you're talking every 30 seconds. Are you watching the game or not? And I'm like, I am watching the game. Like, but so what's the things you're talking about? Like, you're talking about game-related stuff? Are you talking oh, about Oh, you know, non- a bit of banter. Yeah, so it's nothing to do with what you're watching. Like. Sometimes about to do, to do with the rugby, sometimes to do with not the rugby. You know, I just like to mix it up. Because <laughs> okay. I don't want people to feel bored like they just come to your house and you watch it in silence. Then afterwards, I said to him, I was like, am I not allowed to talk during the rugby? And he goes, you just talk too much. You're like, rap, 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 the whole time. Amen. And so I said... <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same if thing Ben's daughter wasn't in the room, you'd be getting a telling off right now. But I, the, my question is, once and for all, because there must be other yappy yap wives out there like me, somebody help us ladies out and tell us, when the heck are we allowed to talk during the game? What, you, uh, the, what moments during the game? Like during a line out or when they're about to take a yeah. kick or something? Am I allowed to talk yeah. while they're setting up the scrum? Am I allowed to talk when they're lining up the kick? Or do I have to talk after the kick has been made before the kick in the middle is done? When the frick can I talk? Well, no true New Zealand rugby player ever talks during the game. All we no. do is just stand, sit on the edge of our seats anxiously wondering if the All Blacks are going to lose. <laughs> no cheering. No, no cheering. No, 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 nothing. nothing. Well, you know, an All Blacks game, it's just deathly silence. <laughs> yeah. If it weren't for the Lions supporters, there'd be nothing in that stadium. It's, it's very true, but I just, I just feel like this is something we need to just really sort out once and for all, and then I, and then if I talk at these times and still get told off, I, I can say, well, the Edge listener pal said I can talk now. Okay. All right, clearly defined boundaries. That's what we're doing? <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> we all like to work within boundaries, Ben. Yeah, we do. Don't we? Okay. Mitch, when can I talk? You can talk whenever you want, because let's face it, we're males. We're not really paying much attention anyway. Oh, oh you got to get brownie points to make it look like you're listening, but you're not really listening, so you can get away with it. So I that's what like... Bryce needs to figure yeah. out, the art of pretending to listen. Is that what you're saying, Mitch? Pretty much, yeah. Like, oh, but then again, don't we have filters when it comes to rugby? Like, just straight focused. It's yeah. just too hard for him because he's just got this real telling face and he just looks like he hates me for like 80 minutes. Good thing I love about Bryce is you know what you get. You know <laughs> you know what he's thinking. <laughs> a spade is a spade with yeah. Bryce. Oh yeah, every single time. Hey, good on you, Mitch. You're in the draw for 50k and a trip three around the world, buddy. Hey, Rebecca, what are the rules? I was always brought up by my dad that you're only allowed to talk at half time. Right. Okay. Half-time. That's, that's 40 a long minutes time. of silence. That, yeah, that's a long time. Oh, uh, I guess you're allowed to talk about what's going on, but if you wanted to talk about anything that's not rugby-related, it's only at half-time. Do you know what I've realised? This is why my dad has encouraged my mum to listen to the commentary with headphones in, to the talk-back commentary, because then he knows that he will, she'll have headphones in and not speak to her. Oh, does he make you do that during the game? No, she she enjoys it, but I reckon that he's <laughs> I reckon he's negged her into it. She hasn't he's, even realised. His mind screwed her into thinking that she enjoys the talk-back yeah. coverage. Hey, Caroline, when, when no. am I allowed to talk during the rugby? I was trained very well by an ex-boyfriend who was rugby, rugby mad. Yeah. And the rule was, and you had to be accurate, you were allowed to say two or three words at a time during the play. <laughs> okay. Like, offside ref or forward pass or things like that. <laughs> okay. Everything else was half-time and full-time. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> See, I, I thought that you were... Short. Three, th- three words at a time. Okay. Come on, boys. <laughs> Go the gang. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a really good tip. Three words at a time. I can definitely Better do that. looking good. And Janine, welcome to the show. What uh, What are the rules? When are we allowed to talk during the rugby? Oh, well, I know at my dad's house you do not talk during the rugby. Ever? Ever. Like the whole Ever. game? But do you know what happened this weekend, which was hilarious? Okay. They're all sitting there. He does this thing when it gets exciting. He runs to the TV, yells, screams. You know, he's allowed to do that, of course. Geordie Barrett, as he was rolling up to get his try, dad runs up to the TV, gets all excited, jumps up, smashes the glass lampshade on the ceiling. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That is so and bad. blood everywhere. I mean, Oh, there was yeah. blood? And did he just bleed till the end of the game? 
Yeah, we had to wait until the end of the game before we went to A&E. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you could not have a more disappointing end when you've actually shed blood for the All Blacks, could you? Exactly. A draw. He put in a good effort. Oh, good on you. Wow. Hey, thanks for your call, Janine. You're in the draw for 50k and a trip for three round the world thanks to Flight Centre. <laughs> Lovely. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Oh, we want to bring the party to uh, University for Rio Week. Broadcast yes. a four-hour happy hour show live from University City. And uh, anyone, everyone that enters goes in the draw to win a trip for two to Spring Break Fiji. Oh, Tell you yeah. What, no one parties harder than me. You're not I'm going, a... mate. That's why it's going to be the best party ever. I'm a partier. No, party no, no, you're not. I'll be out partying all day long. I'll yes. be in the clubs, <laughs> grinding up on me. Dang, dang. Oh, my God. Please stop. Stop. Um, stop. Congratulations. Sarah actually won a trip to the spring break in Fiji in the 3 o'clock hour. So if you want to be like Sarah and be on that trip with a friend, then go to the edge.co.nz. She was so happy, too. And her yes, she happy, was. Her happiness made my heart happy. Oh, oh my, I think it might have been my clogged arteries <laughs> flaring up. Probably that. All right, Probably so that. Uh, because we're, we go to uni, um, we thought we should at least uh, try and live like uni students. Well, because none of us have been to university. No. So that was that was quite alarming that no one on the show has no. been to university. What, what qualifications? A lot of politics, though. We've been yeah. to politics. a lot of politics. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. University for meters. <laughs> for what? what? <laughs> yeah, that's say. why you can't even speak properly. University for meters. <laughs> I was going to say an offensive word and I was trying to pull it out. Oh. <laughs> Never pull out, Jono. No, I don't. Well, okay. What we've decided is that we have to find out who is the smart one and who's the dumb one and who's the mediocre one. So you made each of us take an IQ test at our own time. I didn't. Dan did. So this is what you do at university when you'd sit tests and things. So it was a long test, Dan. God, was forty minutes. I had a headache at the end. The thing with the IQ test is you need to have a lot of questions to discover Mm. how much your IQ is. No, because you start checking out after question ten. Yeah, Yeah. the first couple were fine, and then I was just like. Uh, well, oh, it sounds like someone's getting some excuses ready. Yeah, yeah, While yeah, we're definitely. getting there, man, can I please point out that I left school when I was 15? So I, it's, it's lucky that I could even read the questions. Can I please point out I had a private school education? So I'm, <laughs> oh, you yeah, better be I very high be nailing this, okay? Very high. Far, I, feel, I already feel more superior than the rest of you because okay, well, I went to a private school. You let's find been. out once and for all. <laughs> <laughs> who's the smart one? Who's the dumb one? And no, who's just the meh one of okay, the show? Okay. Start with the meh. Start no. with the meh one. Start okay. with the meh. Go from the lowest. No, okay. don't go from the middle. Go, go, middle. Middle. go, go middle. Oh, okay. the middle. Who's middle? Okay. <sighs> Come on, Sharon. Oh. The middle man. Oh, oh no, it's a man. Oh, it's a man. It's a man. Coming in with an IQ of 90, <gasps> which is very low. This could be me. Sharon Casey. Oh, Sharon She's yeah. not the dumb one. I yeah. thought she'd yeah. be the dumb yeah. one. Just putting it out there, though. Okay. I thought Can she'd I be the dumb say, one. As I said before, someone is dumber than someone that left school at 15. So the, the IQ test was a whole lot of shapes and patterns that you had to kind of arrange in order. Mm. Like, that was pretty much the line of questioning. Yeah, right? it's to test your brain and your uh, your brain's yeah. problem solving. Under pressure. As someone okay. is mediocrely smart, <laughs> uh, I found it semi-challenging. Okay, who's number? Who's uh, Go the, uh, the smart smartest. Because it's smart. smartest. <laughs> at 106. 16. Well, that is good. No the same IQ as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> ben Boyce. Oh, oh no, why am I celebrating? Which one is the dumb one? John I'm the dumb one. You've only got an IQ of 70, <laughs> which is the same IQ as a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie, you've stitched me up. Did I actually get 70? Yeah, you got 70. Oh. Ben, do you know what the annoying thing is? Ben gave up halfway and just started clicking things. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. oh. <laughs> 
I came in real cocky. I'd been to a private school. Yeah, yeah what, mate? No, no game in cocky. <laughs> you actually have got the same IQ as Michelle Rodriguez from the... Uh, oh, Fast and Furious. furious. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why she's so furious. Vin Diesel smarter than Michelle Rodriguez. I don't, I don't have the facts on Vin Diesel. <laughs> Poor Michelle. He loved into that. Hey, look, it's just <laughs> a bit of generic. Vin Diesel couldn't figure out how to get to the website. <laughs> On the edge tonight on three, the return of uh, one of our favourite dramas. Westside is back and joining us in the studio, one of the stars, Antonia Preble. Woo! How's it going? Hi guys, good. Oh, good. sorry, Jared. You've got a clap, oh, Antonia. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm oh. clapping as well, just so to join the party. Well, have, you, have you been? You've been well. I have. I've been really well. Yeah, I haven't seen you guys. I don't know for about a year since mm. maybe last time we yeah. was on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it seems like you only ever come when you want something from us, Antonio. I never see you in between TV seasons. Yeah, it's so awkward. You're cottoning on. Oh dear. Well, I hope you feel like you get something as well from well, our from our chat. We really do. We tell people that we know you. So yeah. l- last season of Westside, uh, I remember talking to you about it because the very first episode I watched it with my parents, and it was a real full oh, noise sex scene. Yeah. So um. What is the first episode of Westside going to be like? Because I don't... Is it, is it going to open with the sex scene again? Is it something I can watch with my parents? I... Th- yes, I think you can, actually. Hey, yo. This, yeah, this time I... Because oh. I've seen some stills of, like, three in the I bed, know. so I'm like... That's not episode one. Okay, so, good. Yeah, what, do, what do your friends and family do when you when they see those things? You must oh. be like, oh, God, Mum, Dad, don't watch this. <laughs> I, I am exactly like that. Yeah. I always send a warning text but the, before a particular episode if I know something's going to be happening and I say please don't watch tonight please don't watch tonight but invariably they do yeah. and they're actually better at it than than me they they mum says Dad's really like nice your mum does that <laughs> <laughs> no oh my gosh no it reminds me of the time we made love on the, on the, on the washing machine oh god I don't want to have this conversation no what I was going to say was my, my mum sends really nice things like oh don't worry we, we know it's only acting oh good, so, oh, but, good. but I still I can't even really cope with it yeah. I, I've never watched an episode with them I mean that would just be because uh Dan, our producer, he is the lead role in The Great Gatsby at the moment. At and the Howick Little Theatre. Oh, right. Getting well, rave reviews in the Howick and Eastern Times. <laughs> not great. too bad, not too bad. But um, Dan, oh, he's come in now, so this oh, is oh, great. You can tell him. Dan told us it was a normal thing, and he oh, yeah. tricked his co-star into oh. coming around to his house and practising their love scene. So basically they is just passed on the kissing. couch. Is that a thing? I don't... Uh, do you know <laughs> what? I've heard about you doing this <laughs> from... Someone oh. you know. Oh, yeah. um, no. With Bryce and I have been practicing with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from Bryce. She was a great kisser. She's a good teacher. <laughs> I and I had to say, as I told Bryce, who asked me if this was normal, it's mm. not normal. It's not normal. You do not, well, in my experience, mm, yeah. don't practice. you don't go and practice kissing scenes okay. in private. It's Especially for the Howick Little Theatre. Is it even um, weirder if her fiancé then picked her up from his house? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I think the whole thing's a little bit weird yeah. because... Did, so did this actually happen? You actually did this? So basically, what I, I, I'm a, of the... I don't know if you're the same sort of actor as me. <laughs> uh, Let's find out. Let's I, talk about this. Yeah. I like to, you know, be authentic on stage. <laughs> and... Oh! You know all about it. You're more professional than me. But um, assumably. Uh, 
Yeah. But anyway, sorry. You're, so you, you wanted you to do it authentically, so mm. you wanted to practice to make sure you Yeah, were and I just, you know, laid a kiss on her, and she was like, let's do it again. And over the over about an hour or 67 wow. minutes, okay. we were just pashing on her couch. You always played Rita on Outrageous Fortune, so nobody's going to compare you to anybody but uh-huh. yourself. Mm-hmm. How do you think the pressure is for this actress coming in to play Cheryl West is going to be? Yeah, I think it's big shoes to fill, obviously, because Robin Malcolm was amazing, and Cheryl is one of the most famous characters ever to be um, invented in New Zealand drama history. So, yeah, they are big shoes, and um, as a result of that, the producers did an exhaustive search Mm -hmm. to find her. I hear it's one hell of a cameo. <laughs> of the Cheryl, of the Cheryl West, yeah. Oh no, she's fully she's not even a cameo. Once she's right, she's, she's in there. Girl, she's doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, you heard wrong. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no. I may have just. Okay, you got me. I may have just made up information. I'm sorry. <laughs> you may have just wanted to say something that yeah. might have been true. I'm yeah. just trying to join and have some fun. Yeah, there's no interviewer. But she's she's. Great! It's such a it's such a good show. I think one of the battles must be because it's set, you know, in you know eighties, seventies, and eighties yeah. and stuff. How do you handle actors with cell phones in their pockets? You see a yeah. sky antenna on a roof yeah. in the background. That must be really tough. It's really difficult, and they do a great job. And sometimes, if we're filming in a street and we haven't been able to shut down traffic, and we're filming towards the road, we just keep having to cut whenever. A good car drives past because we can't have it. So, like, okay, just wait for the Toyota Corolla to. Okay, now we can do it. Oh, there's a Honda Civic. Okay, just wait. Listen, if you wanted to film in the 80s, you should just set the whole thing in Huntley. (laughs) (laughs) You could have just spent three months in Huntley. And no problem. It's a good good point. Deca still exists. It's great. It's it's like being in a museum time machine, though, because I I went on a a tour of Shorten Street and um, and the West Side set was up. So I went and, like, had had a gawk, took some photos, pretended that I was OTP in the um, West House. Great. But it was yeah. amazing looking at all the stuff in the kitchen and how it was like really old. It was like being being in a time machine like yeah. I said. Oh, wow. it, is just go- yeah. it literally is going back in time and the art department who who construct all of the sets are just yeah. so good and their attention to detail is amazing. They spend so much time doing it. So yeah. good. Antonio, I know you're a, you're a worldly figure and you can speak <laughs> fluent French. Oh, yes. Yes, we've done our research. Oh, you okay. have you researched this read, part? Yeah. Yeah. Despite that weird Cheryl West question <laughs> I said before. Despite that. <laughs> Hell of a cameo, just, hell of a cameo. You were just testing, weren't you? <laughs> so Lulling what, me. What I want you to do is translate uh, well-known uh, Kiwi jingles into sophisticated French. Oh, Ooh. I'm sure. Can, you, can we do this? I'm sure I'll be able to do this with no trouble okay. whatsoever. Here's the first one. She just needs to say, Briscoe, you never buy better in French. Briscoe's to n'achète jamais meilleur. Oh, it does yeah. sound better. It does sound good. It sounds like a designer store now. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Show us your crack. Oh, Novus. Show us your crack or Novus. Can you do that? No. So sophisticated oh, to start oh, off novice. with. Novus, me montre ton derrière. Yeah, I got that. That's true, uh, it's true. Ben wrote that jingle. Yeah. Uh, it's not really well, a claim to fame. Uh, well, it did is you actually write that jingle? Yeah, yeah. That's a, I think that is a claim to fame. It's a really good jingle. Oh, nice. It would be a better claim to fame if you wrote the Mad Butchers song. <laughs> That's what they're going to remember you for. That's he wrote right. the show us your crack <laughs> yeah. jingle. Here's, yeah, the right. fi- here's the final one. Yeah, you just can't beat a Mad Butchers meat. Are we to ne peut gagner le uh, jambon de uh, I can't remember the name for butcher <laughs> uh, fool 
the butcher fool. What do you know? You could be making that whole thing yeah. up. Push out. <laughs> <laughs> Antonia Bree will always love hanging out with you, even though it's only yearly basis. Year. I know, sorry. Yeah, right. We've got to do this more often. <laughs> we'll yeah. do it next year. You need yeah, to work okay. on more TV shows more often than you can come <laughs> in more often. More often. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you tune in to Westside tonight, 8.30 on 3. It's going to be a bloody cracker. Damn right it is. That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.